Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Paper Tuesdays podcast with Michael Dwyer and Mark Halpin. The dead arose and spoke to many. Thanks to James Flood for filling in for my good self last week. You did. You got your job back. I did. With me, and Shane. <laughs> me and Shane had a meeting and we discussed it. Oh, and we said, look, we'll, Thanks, Shane. we'll let him in. He comes with his own assistant. <laughs> yeah. Today's podcast comes from the unfamiliar surroundings of uh, Meadowgate. Meadow- or, no, we're no, not no, Meadowgate. no, no, no. We're in Ramsgate. Ramsgate. And we have to give a huge shout out to my groomsman, Garol Cullen, who has uh, pulled out all the stops today. I actually just rang Garol at one o'clock. He yeah. said, Ben Egan is here, just come on up. And I came up and soon enough, uh, Garol was making me pancakes. We were hosting a podcast here. He let uh, us have a business meeting. We yeah. just had a meeting. Just uh, we, had, uh, we circled back on a few we things. Circled back, yeah. Yeah. And we solved, well, we were trying to solve a mystery. We were... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and we, we had we had a sit-down meeting for that mystery, yeah. We did, yeah. We went to Shane got here and we had a boardroom meeting. Boardroom meeting, yeah. Trying yeah. to solve a mystery. And that's today's topic. Yes. Mysteries. mysteries. Michael, mm. why mysteries? Um, I can't remember why, and I love this whole thematic thing of, oh, this bit of this and bit of that. But, like, um, I, I, yeah, one of the mysteries that I was... Oh, actually, I have a few matters arising. Okay. 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 I am raw at hurling. Raw, yes. Yeah. True. I was playing Cran Forward on Monday night, and I gave an unmerciful pull across a young lad's leg. And see, I know I paint this picture of the goody-goody two-shoes, and the, oh, look at me, how nice and pretty I am. Well, that, that man's uh, front shin was not as pretty as that. Oh, image. yes. So, um, yeah, so my... Shout out to you, Alex or Lou. You were going to apologise, but he pulled back. <laughs> no apologies. <laughs> no. Fuck it you. was that I, I <laughs> like I, I, I apologise to anyone say it, but it was that it was that bad uh, pull that like Wait, where, I left my mark like where was the ball? So I went to pull on the ball, but like it was so badly timed and it was such a, 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 it was endemic or symptomatic of the fact that I have been training in weeks right. and the fact that I was trying to pull on the ball and I actually ended up in pulling on his shin. That's, that's, that's. Junior B, baby. That's Junior B, baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Was it, it a penalty? It was a yellow card. Yellow card. Where yeah. where did it take place? It was a 20 meter free, uh, but he was the last man in and we were under pressure. He had to do it. I thought, um. I thought we were down by a good bit, but we were only down by four or five points at halftime, but we were under a lot of pressure. John Sprong O'Brien, shout out to you, John Sprong. He was fantastic at full back. And the other corner was Ryan O'Callaghan. Ryan is a young fellow, and he's, he's well able for Junior B. Oh, he's, well he turns around the man and lets it down the field like he's done it all his life. So, that's brilliant. So, uh, other matters arising. Uh, Ash thought she was the sun in the Teletubbies and not the moon. Okay, the well, big I'm glad we clarified that. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, I, she was only three or four, or maybe, but she kept talking, that me, that me, or that whatever, me. at the telly, so. Okay. Yeah. And then, shout out to Grassland Agro and Fertilizer. Okay. The Agro or Agri? Agro. Agro, that's right. They, yeah, they're a French company. I think that's about to go out. And we have a loyal listener in the form of their Wicklow salesman, Matt. Okay. And Matt reached out to us. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Um, because um, we were talking about Pika. Do you remember you... Uh, it's an eating disorder. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's and where you eat fire lighters, women. women yeah, pregnant, yeah, yeah. So apparently, it's common in cattle as well, and it's very oh. common in cows at this time of the year. They eat stones or drink piss due to a lack of phosphorus or sodium, and they sell a mineral block for it. And that's uh, so matter of grass and agro. If you need sponsors of the podcast, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, look, if your cows are eating stones, contact Matt. <laughs> it's a niche market. It is, it is. But yeah. you're an important one. Yeah. 
An important one. An important one. We can't yeah. lose cows to stones. No, no. That's all the... Matters Well, yeah. I was going to go with my... The first mystery, Mark, I mm. think, is the mystery of the, ch- ch- on the untapped potential of the child. Okay. Have you been thinking about this? Uh, a little bit. Not really. I suppose yeah. not in depth. I haven't sat down and thought about this exclusively. What what brings you to this topic? What attracts you to Well, I just think children? that, like, look at Sophie now, or like, they're only a few months old, and like, they have the whole life in front of them, and they don't, no one knows what direction they'll go, whether they'll like this or that, or whether they'll want to play kamogi or rugby, or whether they'll, whether they'll care about sport at all, or, you know, like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's becoming more... Uh, you can see it more in parents now in this generation where we are more free to do what we want to do and I think our children are going to be more that way they're going to be more encouraged rather than molded I think that's a, a better system for parenting I suppose that's be the one I'll try to take is just whatever their interests are let them pursue that and just try to guide them along the way towards that towards whatever fulfills them rather than being like okay the first one is a doctor the second is a priest and then the third one marries the cousin and then whatever like that used to be the way in ireland yeah. wasn't it like the first one is a doctor or something second i think was always a priest or was it a third was always the priest or a nun yeah like that's fucking cat like imagine uh, just because where was i born are we able to research that yeah go for so, it so uh, that, that was mentioned fire head anyway wasn't it uh ted goes or yeah ted goes that was always the way to do it. Uh, the first one becomes a doctor and the second idiot son becomes a priest and <laughs> was like isn't your Brother or doctor, Ted? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's gas. But like, um, that, I'd say that sounds like something that was in the rage in the 1900s, like mid-90s, like 1950s or so, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Like apparently, the if you were to marry some, maybe I've discussed this before, like I find it mad that you married a labourer, a labourer married a labourer, a, a farmer married a farmer, a teacher married a teacher. There was no... Everything was class-based. Yeah. And we've gone away from that. Yeah. Yeah. And we keep moving away. Yeah. Every day we stray further from God. (laughs) Keep the classes. That's like... Yeah, but this is like... I came home to be parents or something. I was at some meeting and... something. It was a religious meeting or whatever. And I said... Or there was a big crowd meeting or something. And I said, oh, no, the church was in labour or whatever. And I said, yeah, but God is changing. And they go, God is changing. And they looked at me. But like, God, our perception of society, of God, is changing, I yes. think. Yeah. Like, in, in the 1970s, we thought, like, there was a notion that we have this God of fear and that we don't, we don't look or we don't, he doesn't want to see us. And now we're kind of becoming more open and compassionate. And we're starting to return to those sort of values. So. Yeah. I don't and know how we got to that. Now God is taking mushrooms in a field in Sligo. Yeah. That's how we experience and God. And I now. want to go there. Yeah. Speaking of which, fields. So there was definitely mushrooms being taken uh, yesterday, last night. Ashton and I, I collected Ashton from Camden Street. Okay. And, uh, Where is this story going? <laughs> yeah. So um, this big moment for me. Um, so we passed a field that Will owns and there was this big massive light in it. And I instantly break and goes, What was that? And Ashton goes the same, like, what was that? And then we reverse and go back. And by this stage it was now just two fellas in the field, but mm. there were no massive light. So then we circle back and there was this lad and they were stressed with scraggy cold clothing and they had feathers, sticks. And it was just a bit odd. Yeah. But um I reckon so then I round down the window and I said 
Sola Field, the guards were on the way. Totally, because the guards weren't on the way. Sorry, lads. Yeah, uh, they that's a nice one. Guards are on the way. It's always good. It's They're nice always on the way. Pocket, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've used it before. Have you? Yeah, young lads, yeah. On the, in the Tom the Healy. Yeah, and, uh, acting the bollocks. Yeah. Like, oh, lads, uh, just hold on there for 20 minutes. The guards are on the way out. <laughs> and imagine they, that's one way to get rid of them. Oh. <laughs> imagine them, they're waiting for 20 minutes. Yeah. Hey, where are you going? Hold on. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, that that was what. Yeah, but they were. I didn't mind them, but uh, I suppose they didn't shouldn't startle the cattle or whatever. But like, they were finding God in that field with their big light. More power to them. The big light. More power to them. But and you scared the shit out. Of them. That's the last thing you want to hear when you're high on mushrooms. <laughs> some lad in his Cleo. <laughs> That's the guys around the way. And you stay out of that field. <laughs> They're like, it's our field, man. It's, mine. <laughs> it's mine and it's yours. And you're like, you shut the fuck up, you stupid hippie. <laughs> Don't go near my cattle. <laughs> cattle are my god. <laughs> Close that fucking gate after you. <laughs> but that's it, like, isn't it? Like, one man's genius is another man's idiot. One man's. Yeah, I don't know. One man's field is one man's field, and you stay the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, flash flood. Flash wanted his moment, so yeah, let's go. Let's go and find him. Um, but wow, we're going all places today, aren't we? Um, he's so. Did you listen back to Flo's episode? I listened to part of it, uh, I haven't listened to all of it yet. I'm, I'm right. sorry, no, we lost a good bit of audio in it. There was James was uh, getting. We got right into the depths of Flood and we were talking about UCD days and of course we talked about London and we talked about a few different things and James was starting to name a few names he shouldn't have named and then that was when the audio went, thank God. Wow, yeah. okay, right. <laughs> so it was getting wild. Right? It was getting wild, yeah. It was, we were there for fucking two hours, yeah, I'd say. the podcast probably, probably half an hour lost there like that. The camera went first and then like audio went next and yeah. all over the place. And then we nearly lost the SD cards when we didn't have the podcast. So. Yeah. Fucking happy. Now, he, um, while we're on, are we going oh, yeah, Flood? Go, yeah. No? Oh, I have Flash Flood. Yeah, we'll stay while we're on Flood and then we'll get into my new trait that I've learned. Yes. My new talent. Mm. Massive win for football tonight. Colossal. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. by a point Will Foley from Horswood's goalie comes up kicks a free to last kick of the game 45 yards out 10 yards in from the stand curled it over the black spot and Wexford Miners are through to the Seamus Heaney Cup final massive win for football colossal well done to the young lads proud of every one of them and we go on now again Mead in the final and bring on the Mead boys and bring on everyone in our own county that's against us and all the naysayers because they are out there and they are trying to do damage to football and we are giving them the two fingers we are fighting for a way of life and we fucking get there by hook or by crook the minor football way of life <laughs> they've been trying to fucking stamp it out for years um, <laughs> Well done to the minor footballers and to James, of course. And to James, absolutely. But like, I love how that was such a positive note and then for the last 10 seconds he just had to give it to Yeah, them. and fuck you. <laughs> My own people. 
<laughs> Mark, what's this challenge? Okay, so I have been studying cold reading. Okay, so cold reading is how Darren Brown learned to, it's what he believes psychics learn in order to be able to get information and lead people in to believe in them about their contacting their dead relatives or whatever and it's all through body language and signals and verbal language. So what I am going to do just to prove that I have learned this, I'm going to leave the room. Right. I'm going to leave you and Shane in here. Okay. You and Shane are going to decide between yourselves on an object in the room to pick. When I come back in, you and Shane are going to pick out objects in the room. Yeah. And I am going, you're going to say, is this the object we picked? And I'm going to tell you whether it is or not until you land on the right object and I'll be able to tell which the object you picked is. Okay. Okay? Right. Right, so I'm going to go out through the front door to make sure I can't Lovely. hear what you're saying. Right okay? Here. Sounds great. This is a great venue to do this, by the way. Yeah. Just knock when you want me to come back in. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's totally unknown to him, and Grohpullen has loads of little spots here. Groh and Ashling O'Dwyer uh, reside in this area, and they have lovely shelves here. So I think. Um, I think that's yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's cool. That's, that's cool, but it stands out, doesn't it? Yeah. It's something that I want, I guess. Look at the chef here. That's it. Oh, that's what you got, bro. Yeah. So I think he won't go with that. I think he's going to go up there. So. Yeah, but it's a bit, it's a bit obs, as in, would it, what about a coaster or one of those? Like, how would you describe that? Because if you trip up on describing it. He's just going to ask us, or we're going to say, is it, say, the basketball up there? So we say no, he's just going to, or we're going to give him suggestions until he gets to this and we'll see if he, if he will jump before we get to say this. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm back. I was standing outside the front door with my fingers in my ears, and people are walking past and driving into driveways, looking at me. Just make sure my mic is still on. We're still connected, Shane. We're all good. Yeah. All okay. So we'll start with Shane. Shane, give me an item. Uh, the basketball. No. Michael? The coal bucket. No. Shane? Um, the Batman comic up on Rubbish Shelf. No. Michael? The bottle of Jägermeister. No. Shane? The tribal Mask behind you. No. Michael. The remote control. No. Shane. No. The fire guard. No. Shane. The picture of Grove matching. No. The coaster. No. The Guinness glass in a box. Yes. Oh, that's very good. You're good yeah. at this. Yeah. You got it. So you're telling by the smirk 
the 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 look in the eye. Can you reveal the spirits? <laughs> the spirits told me. <laughs> I'll reveal in my own time. Okay. Are you going to do this every week? I might. Okay. Yeah. Or I might not. Yeah. Or I might not. Who knows? I know. Well, this aids the mystery. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So, have you been doing this through YouTube? YouTube books. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Fascinating. Wow. Oh, that's brilliant. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. We might make this a weekly and thing. And do you think... That's a mystery, how I did that. Mm. Fits the podcast. Yeah, it does. It does. Absolutely. Do you... Do you think that it is you, this is a skill that a lot of people use? No. No, I think it takes time and conscious effort. Right. To learn. Yeah. Mm. Well done. Thank you. And continued success. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going, what I can possibly do with this talent, but... Yeah. I could become a psychic, maybe. <laughs> Imagine if you... Like... Okay, and one more, like, we had Lisa Jane the Psychic on this show. Do you think that she was using these powers? Possibly. Wow. Possibly, yes. Wow. Okay, Maybe yes. not. Maybe, Maybe she not. is psychic. I don't know. Very good. Yeah. Wow. Onwards. 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 <laughs> well, I was not expecting that. Uh, the idea of mystery. Oh, yeah. Monarch Butterfly. They migrate to Mexico and back every year. And during the year, there are four, full four generations of butterflies that live and die during the journey. So even though when the monarch butterflies return to the same place, in the same trees in Mexico, mm. its relatives started there, but the, the butterflies themselves were never there before. But they migrate back there. Yeah. That's very interesting. Is it to do with climate? Yeah, maybe they, that's the way they can sense the direction of it. Birds do the same, don't they? Yeah. Birds aren't real. I don't think, I think Jehovah's Witnesses don't think birds are real. Really? Yeah, because their feathers don't run, or their feathers don't, they, like, we as people, our hair goes grey. Birds don't. Oh. So birds, therefore, aren't real. Right. They're made by the government okay. to watch us. I have a mystery. Yeah? Centra in Dublin. Are no longer selling animal bars at the request of the Gardaí. Yeah, I think it's Cork. Cork are no longer selling animal bars. Why? That's the question. <laughs> Shane knows. Yeah, so apparently it was pulled up, it was all over Twitter there during the week that uh, Centra in Cork wouldn't, like there's a picture of the empty shelves with animal bars and says animal bars removed uh, from the, because of the request, or request from the Gardaí. But then it came back that the Gary, like obviously this went viral and everyone was giving out about it. Uh, but apparently the guy has never done this. It was the shop owner put put that notice there because that's all like uh, it was a, apparently the tinfoil out animal bars was used for drug use um, in the area and I think the shop owner took it into his own right to stop it and then said put up on the notice saying the guy was requested but they never did. Oh. So yeah. Hmm. That's mysterious, all right. Tinfoil is used for heroin. Right. They'll cook it under it. Do you ever see heroin being cooked on a spoon? When no. you're, you know, on a Saturday night or a Friday evening, 
after late late. <laughs> you know, you cook up a little bit of heroin. And... But like, why are they going to the effort of the animal? Is it because it's in perfectly, it's a perfect square or whatever? Like... This is the question you may ask yourself, Michael Dwyer. But Mark, <laughs> Centra sell tinfoil. Could yeah. they not just buy the tinfoil? But that's where you're wrong. The tinfoil in animal bars is thinner than regular tinfoil. Therefore, oh. it's easier to cook your heroin in. Nevin Maguire wow. has, uh, <laughs> has this initials. Who's your favourite celebrity chef? My favourite? Oh, uh, Gordon Ramsay. Oh, right. to be. You, would you be a Marco man? Uh, Marco the, the flood has gone big into Marco. Yeah, Marco. What's, what's that about? That all about? Buff Egan is my favourite celebrity <laughs> chef. <laughs> would you ever see the Martin fella? Ma the fish are mad about Martin, and Martin's mad about fish. No? Is no. this a show? Yeah. Martin's mad about fish. And every week he cooks fish. Fish. Yeah. He has a fish restaurant, Fishy Fishy in Kinsale, and he didn't sell chips in his restaurant. You, you were interested in business advice, man. Yeah. He didn't sell chips in his restaurant just because he thought there was no need. He's probably mixing, getting mixed, this ad mixed up with another fellow, but it doesn't matter. Um, so anyway, he just thought, you know what, we'll sell chips again. He made 16,000 from chips in one year. <laughs> so he's still selling chips. There you go. You can't not sell chips yeah. in an Irish restaurant. Yeah. We just want chips. Give us our chips. Yeah, chips. Um, <laughs> so, um, Michael, you are uh, personal friends with Ian Bailey. And <laughs> so I just want to know, could we have him on the podcast? You've never asked him. <laughs> it's something I should have asked him about. I was talking to, I think, Flood about this last week, that I'd like, <laughs> I'd like to have Ian Bailey on the podcast. And he goes... Do you know what? Yourself and Michael should go down to the farmer's market in Cork and interview him. And I said, Michael will just buy leaks off him. I snorted. No. <laughs> you have to use that as real. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, but I don't know if I'd like interviewing Ian Bailey because I think he'd like it too much. Yeah. He, yeah, like... This is sure it's a mystery podcast. Yeah. Did he do it? Have you you've watched I the documentary? Think he did anyway. You allegedly think <laughs> allegedly Michael Dwyer thinks that him Bailey is guilty. <laughs> I think You heard it there first, Mark. Now, so yeah. there's two documentaries on Ian Bailey. Yes. The Sky. The Sky? The Sky The Sky one who done that? Um he's the Dublin actor director. Um what's his Jim Sheridan. Jim Sheridan. Now I haven't seen that one. Okay. I've seen that's the one real dramatic. Like, really? Oh yeah. I've seen the one on Netflix. Mm, Netflix more uh, factual. Fact. Well, <laughs> yeah. But Ian Bailey is painted as the murderer in this. Okay. I don't know. Is he in Jim Sheridan's? I don't know. But I, I, all I could think of is him singing about how he's innocent with a big scarf around him in a shed. <laughs> and like the more you look at it, every second goes by, you think, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he like he was the first one on the scene before the guards. I think he was there. And he knew that there were two wine glasses on the coat on the side of the free or the yeah of the the t place where you wash. You were domesticated now. The place where yeah. you wash the the sink. The sink. Yeah, an interesting man, interesting. nonetheless. <laughs> I I think he'd be a good oh, podcast guest. <laughs> I, like, you and your Darren Brown what? why not like, what else is yeah he's not in jail which yeah. means in the eyes of the Irish government who I stand by in this I stand by my government okay <laughs> I voted him in 
Ian Bailey <coughs> is free to come on the podcast. In the eyes right. of the law, okay. he's free to come on the podcast. Mm. I have no quarrels with Ian Bailey if he mm. wants to come on the podcast mm. and just clear his name on, okay. on paper Tuesdays. Yep. No problem. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So next time you're down with Uncle Ian, just <laughs> say, Ian, Mark wants you on the podcast. <laughs> Brilliant. That's going to be a great Insta poll. Should we have Ian Bailey? Should we have Ian Bailey on the podcast? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to take a bit of a U-turn. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you're, I'm going to talk about your future child. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's keep your child out of the context of Ian Bailey. Okay, yeah, it's moving on. <laughs> so, Mark, I mm. thought of it. I was very giddy last night. I was on the road up to Dublin to collect my darling fiancé. Mm. And uh, I was actually singing. I was going from Florence and the Machine to Kanye West to, like, Frank Patterson and an old Irish ballad. Mm. So, um, it was all go. It was all go. And... Uh, then Conor Moore rings and I was just full of beans and uh, yeah, anyway. Mm. I was doing a lot of family history yesterday, Mark, and it, it struck me that your child's great, 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 great grandfather, mm. five greats, mm. is the same as my great, 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 great grandfather. So I will be fourth cousins once removed of your child. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's true breedside. Yeah. Jesus, that's mad. Yeah, and we will share. Now, Ashton did not think that this was in any way interesting. Okay. But we will share 02 percent of the DNA. Wow, 02 percent. Mm-hmm. Still not allowed. You but can't. You can't marry my <laughs> child. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that we bring boundaries in. Yeah. 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 I've never uh, heard of a god. Imagine a godfather marrying. I was googling this. So apparently, really? you, you learned this in home ec. Breed was actually Googling it, that there's laws, it's illegal to marry your cousins. Oh. And it's illegal to marry your child's spouse. Is it? Yeah. Maybe not even marry, maybe um, have romantic relations with. So that's illegal. Uh, it's illegal to do that with your parent's spouse. So if you, your parents get separated, they marry someone else, you can't no do way. a deed with them in, right. in the eyes of the No way, which I, I sound outraged. I sound yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's out. Oh, shucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My baby and Connor's baby will also be second cousins, will they? That's lovely. Or is, that, is there a once removed um, or something there? Oh, Janie. Breed and Connor are first cousins. Th- yeah, I think they'll become second cousins. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so we're all one big happy family here. <laughs> Me and Shane are cousins. <laughs> Yeah. Why did I bring that up in the Ian Bailey section? Uh, there was a reason I felt. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we know the reason. Mm. So you're talking about going off and off into the distance and finding Ian Bailey in a skull farmer's market and interviewing him. Mm. Well, I was thinking yesterday. Now I know it's not my childhood, but I thought of how comical it would be if we could get Mark Patrick Hederman to baptize. <laughs> Your, your child. No, I know there's no way it could happen. I really. would love that. But that would be it. That would be great. I'd love that so much. I would love that. I want to make it happen. Nobody else would get it. And like, why Why did we pick this man to do this? 
He was on the radio not too long ago, I was listening to him. Yeah, he's a big deal. Whenever he talks about Brendan O'Connor, people listen. Mm. You know, people sit up and listen. For a man who like locked himself away in a castle, like he's very public. <laughs> very public. <laughs> he's a public figure. But I'm reading one of his books there, and it's in the car there, and it, like he's just he's talking about the most. Like he's like he's like he's talking about dinosaurs and how they were created and how they're how we have we have a part of a brain that like is more into protecting their the offspring rather than dinosaurs weren't like that. Yeah. And these are one of the key takeaways from this book's book. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Three hundred pages. <laughs> but he's just very. I I will always remember that interview that we did with him because like he thought, oh, where is he going with this? And then within three sentences, you go, oh, there, that's where he was going. Yeah. You know, like there was always a way or a little nook or cranny he wanted to show you or whatever. But he was very, he was very down to earth, wasn't he? We're doing Take Me Out tonight, Michael. We are. We are. We are. This is going to be fantastic. Yes, this will be interesting. Mm. I um, got a, a message from Amy Cody. What's a, what day did I ring you? Monday. Monday, mm. Monday, yeah. That uh, their MC had pulled out and they were wondering if we were free to do it. So I checked with you, we said we'd do it. So now here we are. I, we neither are. of us have watched Take Me Out. I have to say I have now. Have I you? Have to, yeah. I remember, I think there was an Irish... Yeah, there was an Irish one. Which man? Who did? Uh, was it always Ray McGinnis? Ray Foley. Was it Ray Foley, man? That's it. Yeah. Ray Foley, yeah. It's always a good shout, like, you know. I hope everyone's a good, good, up for a good crack now tonight. Yeah. yeah, ah, they will be. Yeah. yeah, but see, this is the thing. I don't. Know, I know you're wilder than me, but like, if I know that people aren't aren't with me in the same crack level, I force them into it. <laughs> you will. Have I fun will. With me. Yeah, I'll be more outrageous than they're willing to be outrageous. And I'll. Yeah. You're anyway. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> now we have a show. <laughs> Back live now uh, on the Take Me Out WhatsApp group for tonight. Uh, someone has asked one of the women, are we wearing dresses or like nice pants and a top? Some people are saying birthday suits. Some people are saying uh, dresses. And now Michael is going to give his take. Michael has says jeans <laughs> and a nice top. Winky face. <laughs> I love it. We're not wearing jeans and a nice top. We're wearing suits. Baby. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've got a bit of a fancy. I went into Jack Dunn's on menswear like I am. That's scruffy. And wearing shorts. And I said, I want a suit. And I bought a three-piece suit today. Jack Fuck. Dunn's for tonight. Well, for tonight. And I'm also... I need a I suit that fits me. The charity is paying for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like, Apparently on Tommy and Hector, my father was beaming about it. There was, Hector was painting the scene of the lovely charity and all. And Hector goes, or Tommy goes, That's lovely, Hector. And to think them swinging the buckets and then you get your fee. And he's like, How much is it in the bucket size? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, yeah, the charity is paying for the suit. But no, I, I want the suit or whatever because I've, I've no suit that fits me. So it's nice to get a suit that fits me. And it's all thanks to Mark Alvin Fitness. Mark Alvin Fitness, set smart goals. Don't be stupid, set smart ones. And join his smart, smart fitness classes on... Mark Fitness. Smart fitness classes. <laughs> you wear it on your wrist. Every morning at 8 o'clock. Or you can do your one-to-ones. And yeah, just DM Mark and he'll, he'll start you out with a nice top or whatever. Yeah. Um, so now, where am I going only to... Oh, you have a few little other... Part of the beauty of the mystery, Mark, is that we have to accept that we have to let go to the mystery. We can't pin the nails to the waves as they wash against the shoreline. That's very true. You know, 
So like the mystery that. is the mystery and it'll always be the mystery. But like we can still dabble in it and that's why we want to do mushrooms, ayahuasca <laughs> and heroin. Uh, heroin. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to the Ashdown yes. now. We'll see you there. Ta-ta and farewell. <laughs>